0: hello i'm craig constantine
1: hi craig nice to see you
0: nice to see you My it's a pleasure nice to see you it's a pleasure <laughs> to have you have a face to go with the name um, i spent some time lurking on instagram as i always do um, and the one thing i like about instagram There are many things I don't like. But one thing I like about Instagram is it's so visual. So when I find something that's interesting, it just like sucks me in. So I was looking at, I was probably, I'm going to guess a year or more back. And I was looking at some of the videos that you had up. And I think somewhere I saw you call it rock and roll. Like it's it's like living room space movements. um, And that stuff calls to me. Like the ground contact, the slow... Um, Was it slow is smooth, smooth as fast, so moving slowly and being aware of uh, how your weight shifts the the visceral aspects of it, and then where the contact points are and how that feels um, so and you and I talk before you press records so i know I know a little like okay you 've done a lot of dance, and um, from reading online you 've also done a lot of yoga from like a teacher training perspective, but the ground contact stuff seems to be prominent in like what you're drawn to doing i see that in some of your like outdoor movement videos and i'm wondering do you recall when you first realized that that contact sort of movement was calling to you
1: um you mean in the in the way of a, a like a style or like you yeah, like, got into in, in, did, in did the you first, have you ever noticed the first that? That's, first
0: touch? Uh, well, either one of those. But have you ever noticed that that's a big part of your personal style? Or do you disagree with my assessment that it is?
1: Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree. I, I find it difficult because I, I find it difficult to, to relate to me having a style. Because mm. I think this is something that uh, someone from the outside can, uh, can notice. I do it maybe uh, for someone who looks at it. It might look like I'm doing the same thing, but it never feels the same to me. This mm-hmm. is why I find it difficult to call it a style. Uh, but um, in dance they call it floor work. And um, it became a big uh, part uh, um, a, of my life in Croatia where I was training dance. and it, it, it was a, a teacher of mine came back from the Academy of Am- in Amsterdam and all of a sudden she came with this new style which we mm-hmm. have not seen before. And she introduced it to us and all of a sudden it, it was not necessarily, uh, that I noticed that the contact with something else made made me um, uh, excited about it, but the fact that um, uh, there was something that you were in, in in a way of not feeling that you're doing it alone. When you're standing on your feet, it's very easy to feel that you're just alone in that space. And the moment that you're on the ground, there's you can feel if, if they teach it. They teach it from the beginning uh, as something that you have a relationship to. So you want to be friends with the floor? You want to caress the floor? You want to melt into the floor? There's always you in relation to this thing.
0: Ooh, that's that is an underneath interesting you. way to look at that. I've never thought about it that way before. Um, and then it makes <clears throat> sometimes I talk so fast, multiple words come out as one unit. <laughs> that makes me wonder about yoga has that has that same aspect. Like I'm thinking, is it the well, what's the corpse pose, Vindya, anyway. Shavasana. Shavasana, thank you. That pose is very much like melt into the floor. I mean, that's literally what you're supposed to be doing. And I'm I'm thinking when you were first exposed to the floor work in dance, had you become interested in yoga by that point or did yoga come around later or maybe yoga came out of your interest in floor work?
1: And somewhere between my seventh and tenth year my mom started doing uh, yoga and Mm -hmm. uh, martial arts this is how it came into our family Uh, so she opened a yoga studio and then uh, we practiced with her at some point she needed help so both my sister and i tried to do a teacher training so it became this uh, uh, collective thing and yoga is is a thing i think it, it came more through breath that i became interested in in um it was maybe the breath first, and then noticing that there's a, a, a discipline which focusing on focuses on breath first movement later. Mm. Uh, that made it interesting for me, in a way. How to how to learn to move from that point was my access point for yoga. I think.
0: Did you find um, anything? So you, when you start doing, I don't want to say you got into yoga because that makes it <laughs> sound really trivial. But as mm. you became more. As you became more aware of what yoga had to offer and then you start discovering what you've learned about breathing Did that like circle back and change how you do dance? I'm always curious about as people learn something That's fairly new to them how that affects something that they were already at a mastery level or really good at and then it's like Oh, I went back and no wait a minute. I'm I'm gonna change my dance because of floor work I'm gonna change my dance because of yoga and breathing breathing seems like a pretty obvious connection, but
1: I, absolutely um i cannot say if it made me grow or stagnate necessarily but what i did notice was a difference you start noticing uh the relationships between the, your movement uh and the breath also in in those moments where you are um hmm. where your focus was primarily on uh, the physical aspect that all of a sudden breath comes in and it's always difficult at first like i, f- I find change and adaptation very difficult at first so yes it might now be uh, something that is enhancing my practice but at first to combine something that you have never combined before and you maybe not consciously i think this very difficult this is that one point where i combine maybe the breath and uh, and, in my experience with yoga with my dance but there's clash a clash happens to start with and can be very frustrating so that one moment is not very pleasant, but over time you notice the, the differences in, in maybe these little sudden things. All of a sudden, oh, I'm doing this same thing, and all of a sudden it's very different. So it's something that uh, happened over time, I would say.
0: Hmm. I was thinking about one of the challenges with, um, I don't want to say controlling breath, but if you're trying to do something and be conscious of breath and like have a particular type of breath, then if you're doing something that involves a lot of core strength, you now have a a battle here between, well, it's really hard to develop a a strong core in a particular shape when I'm also trying to exhale or inhale, like exhale, you can kind of do, but while inhaling with a strong core, that's like really hard to do. I don't know if I could even do that. And I'm, I'm thinking that from what I understand about movement, when I've done intentional breathing, I I fall over. Like the movement is like, Whoa, no, no, this (laughs) is, I'm doing this movement completely wrong. I need to start from scratch. So I, I like that you point out that like collision of like these two things. When you bring them together, it's not just these two things together. It's like, there's a fundamental change. Um, what's something that surprised you about how people react to your floor work like how you dance and move Mm. like like a response to the living room rock and roll sessions or something like that
1: something that was surprising
0: yeah about how people react to it so you you get feedback or you get questions or
1: i'm maybe not the first thing that comes to mind is not necessarily surprise but this enthusiasm to join and to to Mm. uh to, to move along, that um, it, it it attracts some people that I have not uh, per- personally known before, and uh, this might be also because of the times that we live in. But they are very uh, eager and excited and interested to meet in person and do things together.
0: Yeah. Do you uh, do you normally? Uh, dance and do your floor work? I mean, I, it's like living room, you're on the floor in a room, but generally, do you also do a lot of that floor work outside? Um, you know, like, are you are you often spotted, you know, in the neighborhood, like, oh, it's that crazy lady? Or, you know, or do you generally do things privately?
1: Um, I am a dancer and I have done work on stage, but I'm very, I'm very shy person outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, in public, I can feel quite uh, self-conscious, uh, if I'm being looked at, mm. um, I've went outside, and this was also new to me. Uh, once uh, COVID hit, and the relationship with the floor outside uh, became became also quite a quite a challenge, uh, because the floor is very hard, and you learn how hard the floor is. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. you also you have no way around it. But there's only this one floor that's available to you, and this is how you do it. So it's been a big um, a big uh, a work, a big amount of work on and my self consciousness levels, mm. <laughs> and on this relationship with something that 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 hard. Uh, it's almost like uh, talking to someone who is constantly going against you. I don't know if right. that makes any sense. Constantly
0: challenging you, yeah. Every time you move mm-hmm. forward, they step in front of you and you have to go around, right?
1: And someone that someone that points out every every little mistake they
0: make. Mm. Hypercritical, yeah which uh-huh. gets really annoying really fast. Like, yes, I am well yeah. aware that I'm putting my shoulder... Yeah, you try trying to do yes. um, reversible, slow rolls on a hard surface. And it's like, yes, uh-huh. I know that I'm not doing that right. Please, that hurts. Ow. <laughs> just- yeah. But the- A
1: break, please. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Yeah. So I did have to take at some point also a break from... This is just too much uh, confrontation at once. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm what uh suppose somebody is listening who would listen suppose somebody was listening and they're (laughs) thinking well okay i mean my dancers are into floor work but not me and i never really got into yoga like how do we encourage someone to i think the answer i know i think i know the answer but how do we encourage someone to try floor work for themselves and like what's a, the quickest way for them to experience like an aha moment or to find something pleasurable rather than a, you know find something unpleasurable
1: Hmm, a, a, a mystical uh, thing to me as well but we that can be try good. to figure out together <laughs>
0: that would uh, be great <laughs> um
1: so what i've struggled with is is to um understand uh, why it is difficult for people to come in first i thought maybe it's because I'm quite uh, good at this, so when people see me and, and want to and and uh, I uh, suggest to learn from me, that might be quite a confrontation to come. Uh, like, yeah, I cannot do what you do.
0: Mm.
1: That might be the first step to to take in uh, take in mind, and then mystically, all of a sudden, everyone wanted to learn it, and this happened in the last two years, maybe. Huh. that I just, started, I, just started, I just started maybe sharing a bit more about what I do and how I do it. Maybe a bit more simpler. I also went back because of the working on the hard surface, I had to go back to more basic uh, materials that, that maybe uh, opened up uh, uh, the gate for people to see that, oh, maybe they saw it, maybe they tried it at home in the privacy of their home. Um, I would say speaking about it as well, breaking it down. Um, what I I, I, I find it very uh, tragic to hear this, uh, don't simplify it for me, I'm not uh, dumb or incapable, this is what gets into people's minds, if you start, oh, let's make it simpler, it's not simple, it's basics, it's foundations, it's the most difficult right. thing that you can, it's the most difficult thing that you can start with, a beginning, any beginning. So, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. I I'm I, I'm a big uh, uh, I'm big on leading by example, so I try to do it myself uh, instead of trying to convince anyone, right. and then see what resonates. But definitely, the aha moments comes from uh, the doing, not by watching. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's And point. lots of
1: people had it uh, in in group situations where we would. I started doing online uh, sessions with people uh we have an online group uh, and it's really wonderful to see that they get these aha moments in um, situations outside of classes all of a sudden Mm. something falls they make a really weird twisty spin and they find themselves back on their feet and they thought what did i just do but this was amazing Mm. so this is the kind of stories that i get back from the people that are uh, working with us in the group and that i find very exciting because yeah, it, it spreads it spreads out into their uh, life. It, it's not within the confines of the online space where we practice.
0: That's nice. Mm, what about, <laughs> are you still practicing yoga specifically, or has that just now been woven into your DNA, or do you still teach yoga?
1: I, I've been considering this the past uh, month, actually. If I want to go back to yoga, and I, I think that the main issue for me with yoga was that it didn't really resonate the forms that I've been taught to just reteach them or it was uh, taught to me like combining sequ- sequencing mm-hmm. uh, elements to come to a uh, desired uh, position, which I can resonate within the movement practice as well. And uh, it helped me to structure my dance classes and my movement classes. But... It just didn't work for me to just work on this one position. It didn't, Mm. in my brain, it didn't create any excitement. Uh, I've spent uh, a few years uh, focusing more on meditation. And then to now imagine um, a yoga, a yoga practice, maybe as a, a start into a meditation has some kind of resonance this so this has been on my mind lately to come up with a way to use yoga to prepare the body to sit still mm. that makes any sense
0: <laughs> it makes perfect sense that's a lot of what i think uh it wasn't what i needed from yin yoga i can i can do that i can sit still yeah but i think a lot of people Yin yin yoga gave them permission to sit still so then they're like well nobody's gonna judge me if I'm laying on the floor for five minutes doing nothing Hmm. I'm just sitting here or I'm just laying here with my legs on the wall like it's like okay So then they they get used to this is actually rather nice, you know, and then three minutes later This is actually getting nicer the longer I you know, it like reminds them how good that feels Um, So there's definitely an aspect of as you get accustomed to it then you want to return to it I wonder what your thoughts are on. I I think that um, so on on one hand, you know, there's the phrase that when the students are ready, the teacher appears, which basically reminds everybody who's a teacher not to try and ram the material down everybody's throat. Eventually, when the people are ready, they'll they'll come and ask you for it. But I think there's also, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are on this. There's also an idea that the teacher and the student have to be some distance, they have to be like an appropriate distance apart. If you're really, really advanced, it actually gets really hard to teach people who are coming in for day one. Cause you, I, I can't even remember. I mean, like I can remember the first move that you're supposed to learn, but I cannot remember what it was like, you know, to do that in the beginning. So I'm just wondering what your thoughts are about, do you feel like there might be a a uh, window of time where you're like well if i'm gonna teach yoga to beginners i better do it you know in the next 10 years or something or do you feel like you would always be able to to go back and and work with anyone
1: uh i've had many uh these kind of situations where i felt uh, that i that i have been the teacher that was too uh, asking too much hmm. i think this was the majority of my uh, work with um, Um, let's say, uh, recreational uh, institutions with people who are doing it uh, every here and there. Mm. Uh, This has been often my uh, um, frustration of how am I not able to bring them to the level that I want them when we're working so hard. So I don't know uh, if I'm phrasing this correctly. (laughs) Maybe we can figure out what I'm trying to say together. But uh, there's something about when the students are ready, the teacher will appear for the teacher as well. Well, where I think that there has to be some kind of full circle, and you definitely haven't come full circle if you're very advanced and doing only advanced things. Uh, also in your mind, if that's the 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 final aim, I feel that there's a, there has to be some kind of full circle to come mm-hmm. be able to come back. Um,
0: yeah, and maybe experience point. the joy of the beginning of the journey like if you yeah. can go all the way around and re-experience the joy of the first time you did you know whatever
1: yeah yeah and this happened for for me personally by um let's say for example starting tai chi uh as a practice it was amazing mm. i have i have i have not uh done anything that amazing uh moving wise in my life i think um, so, in that sense, and that you just, just to be able to see for a lens of um, what what this advanced thing means, what do we also consider to be advanced? And um, yeah, if it's also something that I, I I began to have extreme resistance to, like beginner, advanced. What does this even mean in our mm. cultures? Yeah. Is it by only by how do we define? Uh, uh, how can we measure a uh, skill? How do you measure uh, something as abstract as, as, as improvisation? How do you uh, measure something as abstract as, as arm waves, yeah. as breathing? How do you measure these things? So yeah. What does it mean to be beginner or advanced? Yeah. It, uh, so yeah. It's uh, something, you know, when the student uh, when the students are ready, the teacher appears, I wonder from in, in what kind of uh, which kind of vectors are in in, in, in uh, yeah. action there when the when the teacher is it, is it actually I'm
0: thinking when the teacher is ready the students appear and it's also when the students are ready it's like it, it actually works both ways like if you're not yeah. ready then you're not ready to be a teacher. Um, it's an interesting I don't know that I have any yeah. help for you at all.
1: <laughs> Maybe there is no answer
0: yeah I mean
1: as long uh, as we have it in mind <laughs> my personal
0: opinion on you know having done various things for various years, Anytime I see myself going, Oh, that's interesting, that's a good sign. And when I see people who are not like when I go, Hey, has anybody ever thought about this? When the other people are are like going, What? I'm like, Oh, that's not a good sign. Like when you are oblivious Mm. to this thing, then I'm like, wait, this little subtlety here. So I I would say you're absolutely on the right path. Um, it just may be that the path doesn't have an doesn't have an end. It goes around in a circle, but it's a Mobius strip. So you're back there, you're like, oh, on the other side.
1: There are more circles and more. How has it been for you? And have you had any experiences with the uh, teachers who gave to, to uh, the, the material which didn't resonate with the students?
0: Um, I have, ooh, How do I do this without ever saying anything negative about anybody, which is my modus operandi? I have definitely seen teachers, and I don't know whether they did it on purpose or whether it was just that's who they are. I've seen them. Uh, miss the connection, you know, where they're they're clearly mm-hmm. teaching and the, the students clearly not, you know, they're on different wavelengths. I've seen that happen a lot. Um, and sometimes that's just, that's how things work. You know, if things are at scale, you know, there's a lot of students and there's one teacher and one assistant. Yeah, that some people are going to, you know, that some people are going to get missed. Um, but I've also seen it in some small settings where, and in those, it's hard to tell. I've I've often thought like, oh, it's just not what this teacher wants to do. You know, it's like, That teacher doesn't really want to, I don't want to say deal with, I'm error quoting. Um, But I've also seen that too, where there's a disconnect in like the personalities and the teacher's just like, well, yeah, okay. If you, you know, all right, here, can you do this? No. All right. Well then go work on that. You know, like there's Mm. just like a a floor to how Mm. far down, or there's a limit to how far the teacher is willing to go back towards the gate at the entrance to the garden kind of thing. So, um, but I've also never really studied um, pedagogy or... Never really been a like a full time teacher or like had teacher training um, for particular courses. So I also consider myself a neophyte when it comes to teaching. So, but that's probably the first necessary step. If you want to be a teacher, first you have to believe that you don't know what you're doing. So I don't, think, <laughs> I don't know that my opinion is particularly informed. Cool. Mm. It's, cool. Uh,
1: as 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 a student and human being, I would say yes, but. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah well that's that's all of, every minute right cool yeah. all right well as much as i hate to say it i think i probably should just say and of course the final question three words to describe your practice
1: um i think i've mentioned this before before we uh, started recording and now it comes to mind a roller coaster do mm-hmm. i have to also explain it or just say the words
0: you can do whatever you like. I mean, uh, did we talk about roller coasters in the recording? I don't think we did.
1: No, no, we did, we did not. <laughs> well, uh, explain that. I, I'm like this is before we started amazing. recording.
0: All right, so <laughs> roller coasters hyphens yeah. are free. That's one word.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely relationships connections. Mm-hmm. It can make maybe it would be the same category. And um, the third one. If I don't come up with it in the next 10 seconds, we scratch it. Um, Maybe space. These are the things that I I like to have in mind with my practice. Space is a good one. Yeah.
0: Space is a good one. I'm a connoisseur of words. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've heard a a couple, a lot of people give me three words to the answer the question. And it's, it's always interesting to see. So cool. Um, Well, thank you very much, Nika. It was a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. It doesn't have to be our only conversation. So I hope our paths cross at some point down the road.
1: Let's see. It was a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Cool. Thank you.
1: Thank you for inviting me.